it is at this time we would now like to begin the dedication of our track. I just want to thank all the kids that made this possible. Brent Haley deeply cared about his athletes. It's just a tremendous honor. It's awesome. This honor is well-deserved and goes to Coach Brent Haley, who will be escorted this evening by his wife, Linda, their daughter, Kelly, with her husband, Vince Roth, and their daughters, Cassie and Haley, and also his son, Brent Haley, Jr. Coach Brent Haley is one of the greatest high school track and cross-country coaches that has ever coached anywhere. You can tell like he loves coaching by when he coaches you. You want to run fast for him. Tonight, we want to officially change the name of Largo Track to the Brent Haley Track. Thank you, Coach, for all of your great work here at Largo, and congratulations. Hello and welcome to the first 2023 cross-country season episode of All the Miles Mattered. I'm Neil Amato. Good to have you coming along for the run. New material is in the works on several topics, but first comes some important news. On Thursday, September 14th, 2023, about five weeks before Coach Haley's 83rd birthday, Largo renamed its track in his honor at halftime of a football victory over Gibbs. Friends of the program were out in force, coming to honor the coach to see the words Brent Haley track officially unveiled. Superintendents past and present showed up. Coaches from other schools showed up. Pinellas County running icon Brett Hoffman showed up. Of course, Coach Haley's family was there and so many Largo runners from so many locations in and out of state made the trip some rekindling relationships with people they hadn't seen in decades. It was a great night. The next night, Coach Haley was again the center of attention at a reunion dinner at Largo's Central Park Performing Arts Center. There was a true performance in the theater there across the hall from the dinner. There were also performances by Lado coach Bobby Ennis and others telling stories new and old about the man so many were proud to call Coach. Here are a few of those stories, with special thanks to Largo's Mike Fowler for the high-quality audio. First, I want to thank Chris Palmer uh, for inviting me and for what he's put together. Deion Sanders, or Coach Prime, <laughs> he said, man, it's personal. Well, I had to be here tonight. Good man, it's personal. <laughs> and I started out when I was hired at Lato, and they said, you're going to be the track coach and cross-country coach. But I don't know anything about cross-country. So the other coach said, well, there's a clinic in Gainesville. The two best cross-country coaches in the state are going to be there, and so why don't we go? And I did, and I walked into Wright's Union on the campus of the University of Florida. Coaches from all over the state came to listen to Brent Haley of Largo and Nick Gailey of Titusville Astronaut. And this was dubbed the Gailey Haley Show, right? <laughs> and I walked into the room, and I didn't know who was who. I'd never seen either one of them. I didn't know a Gailey from a Haley. <laughs> so two guys standing up front. One of them, he was kind of thin, kind of tall, dapper-looking dude, had his dress shirt neatly tucked into his dress pants, not a hair out of place, a tailored coat that he was wearing and I said 
this guy could be a, a lawyer in front of the jury, or it could be like a university professor getting ready to lecture his class, or some business executive in a boardroom. And then I looked over at the other guy, and I said, he, 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 he could be a coach. I also figured at that point that that must be Brent Haley because he had Largo CC embroidered on a gold shirt that was halfway tucked into blue coaching shorts and he was wearing a ball cap that had Largo CC. I'd figured it out. The two things I took away from that clinic, and there was a lot of good information and I didn't know anything, but the two things I took away was Brent Haley deeply cared about his athletes. That's the first thing. Secondly, is this guy has a passion for coaching. He's a coach. God put him on this earth to be a coach. And I noticed those two things right away, and I didn't even know him yet. I got back, school started, fall cross country. The other coach comes to me and says, hey, we don't have a meet this weekend, and Largo is running against Astronaut over in Winter Haven at the Cypress Gardens Invitational. Would you like to go over there and see it? And I said, sure. So I get over there and I get out of the car. Masses of maroon and gold, Titusville Astronaut CC, War Eagle CC. It was an army of, of followers. They even had cheerleading girls that had gaily girls on their shirts, right? They had the pom-poms, they had the whole thing going on and their team was over there with their maroon brand new shorts with gold stars all over it and matching racing top. It looked like they'd just come out of the box brand new. And then I said, well, where's Largo? So I looked around and I see a bunch of guys over there in varying shades of faded blue shorts with racing tops that looked like they had been worn a time or two, three, four, okay? Then the gun goes off, and I follow the crowd to the mile mark. It wasn't a real spectator-friendly course. I follow everybody to the mile, and when I get there, and I'll never forget this, seven guys came through in a pack that it was so tight, a pack of seven varsity guys, you could have thrown a hula hoop over them. And those seven guys were from astronaut, and the guy figured to be the captain, he says, War Eagle roll call. And he proceeds to call each of his runners' names. And they answer, here, sir. And all seven, or all six answered the captain. And they moved right on through the mile. And I thought, wow, is that the way you're supposed to do this? <laughs> that was impressive. It was somewhat showy to me, too, I thought. But anyway, at the end of three miles, and it was a three-mile race, if you were going to call roll, you better know the names of the Largo runners. Okay? <laughs> and when they tallied up the score, let me just say, Largo kicked Titusville's astronaut. I hate to interrupt this story especially when Coach Ennis is just getting going. But it's time for a fact check. Indeed, Largo beat Astronaut that day at the Cypress Gardens Invitational, and I'm certain the roll call moment happened just as Coach Ennis described it. 
but Largo's dominance by the end was just a bit overstated. The Packers did have the race winner, Basil McGee, and they also had the third and fourth place finishers, but Astronaut had the next five runners, and the race between each team's top five was a tie, 35 all. Remember, lowest score wins in cross country. Largo was the winner because of the place of its sixth runner. Now, back to Coach Ennis. I left that meet, and I learned two things, that what counts most in cross country is between the lines, from the starting line to the finish line. And secondly, and Coach Haley, my mentor, would reinforce this over the years as I got to know him, they don't hand out awards at the mile mark. (laughs) And he told me that all the time. Um, If you'll indulge me for just a couple of stories, we traveled up to Tallahassee. Lato, we had never run there before, but Largo had. And we got there early. Our teams were in the the hotel. They were going to go over later and run the course. But Brent says to me, he goes, let's ride over to the course. There might be a college meet, and I can show you some things over there. So I said, sure. So we jump in the car to ride over there. Now, understand at the time that in Pinellas County, there was only one full-service gas station left, and they switched over to self-service. And Brent Haley, by his own admission, okay, well, I, I darn sure can't even uh, change a light bulb. I, <laughs> and, and he'll tell you that no, no technical ability, no mechanical ability, he can't do anything around the house, and I'm sure that Vince and Brent Jr., and they, they would all attest to that. Um, so we're riding over the course, and he's a humble man, but at this point, he got a little braggadocious about his ability to self-serve and pump gas. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of listening, like, okay, coach. And, um... <laughs> when the first time all four of us had to go, we clapped for him. <laughs> okay. So Kelly tells me he had prior coaching before we were doing this. So he notices right away that the gas gauge is on E. And so he pulls into a service station. And he was so proud of himself. (laughs) So he gets out, and I jump out with him. And uh, he goes over, and the car car has a, a, a flap that you open, the door, the little thing. And then he takes the nozzle. And he just inserts that into where that flap had opened up, right? No, we didn't screw the gas cap off. We didn't insert it into the gas tank. We're squeezing the handle. Now, he's older than me. He's my mentor. He's my hero. And I'm standing back here watching the gas is pooling around his feet. And I I just said, Coach, Nope. I moved in there, took it away from him. This is how we have to do this, coach. Another time, coach and I would go to the clinics every summer over in Daytona Beach. So we're at a clinic. We're seated in the, in the room there. And the clinician was a coach with all these great accomplishments and an impressive resume. And... This guy was like an AP anatomy and physiology teacher at some high-performing school up north. So he gets up there at this clinic, 
and he's got all his graphs and overheads and he's talking and it's ATP and glycogen breakdown and the capillary and, and on and it's just and coach looks over at me and, and I'm yes so we we didn't crawl out the back did we uh, right but we did we did we left out the back when he wasn't looking okay and we went and played tennis and then after we played tennis we jumped in the swimming pool and we were lounging around the pool when coach Nowicki of Wolfson a mutual friend of ours he walks by the pool and he says uh, why'd you guys leave early classic comeback by coach Haley didn't miss a beat he said what I darn sure don't know ATP from STP <laughs> so we just went to play tennis. <laughs> and along that vein, he was invited to speak at what, Virginia, South Carolina? South Carolina. South Carolina, all right. He was the headliner at the clinic in South Carolina for the coaches. He had prepared all of his workouts, did a great job. Only one point he kind of got out of his lane and I don't mean Derby Lane, okay? <laughs> he got out of his lane because he started trying to explain the benefits of the long distance run and he was gonna throw some of that physiology in there, you know, to be the smart guy from Florida that's come up here to speak. So he's describing, you know, the, the long run and the aerobic capacity and the regeneration of capillaries, but instead of capillaries, he calls it caterpillars. <laughs> Let me just say that I've been best friends for almost a half century, all right? It's personal, it's personal. And our families, the Haley and Ennis family, a lot of a lot of times together, dinners together, Christmas time together. It's personal, all right? And my two daughters were the flower girls, my son, the ring bearer, Vince and Kelly's wedding. It's personal. All my Lato guys and all the Largo guys, when they went to a race course, they killed it. They gave everything they had. They put their heart into it. But when they came off that course, they were good friends with mutual respect. It's personal. All those miles did matter. I hope when you come up here, you see all these guys and you see how much we care about you. I hope you take all that in. Please welcome Coach Haley. exaggerated a little bit about my mechanical and technology ability. You can ask my son-in-law, who is just constantly called to get to our house and fix this. Um, Linda is as bad as bad as me. So we're, we get together fine. 
just call Vince. <laughs> I can do a little bit on a computer. Uh, I can send messages. I don't know how to send an email. Uh, I can read messages. And Linda tells people he is really good on the computer. <laughs> and I tell Linda, Linda, in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. <laughs> so it kind of turned out the only thing I can do is coach and play checkers. <laughs> I know I get accused of this. I'm telling the truth. There's definitely coaches better than me, but I'm really good at checkers. <laughs> I'll break that and a dollar will give me a Mountain Dew at some place to sell cheap Mountain Dews. <laughs> but a lot of my speech has already been said and thanking everybody for coming. I know that I appreciate it so much. Last night was fantastic, and tonight has been fantastic. And uh, Scott Windmill with the meal, and Dan Skewer with the music, and Chris Palmer did so much like he always does. Uh, he, he does everything. But I wrote a book because I was asked to about four or five years ago. Without Tim Russell and Chris Palmer, it never would have got printed. And uh, it's, it's a good book. I like it. But I just wrote it. And Chris put in where I messed up with the grammar, the punctuation, uh, or that, to make the book look like somebody knew what they were doing. But uh, anyway. Uh, I think the main goal of any coach is to have a program that you remember fondly the rest of your life. It doesn't matter what the sport is. We did that. Lato <laughs> did that. And uh, there's a lot of stuff about you got to hate the people you're against, to beat them. Well, we really wanted to beat Lato, and they really wanted to beat us. But when it was over, just like Bobby said, we were friends. I know this for a fact, and I'm certainly not telling anything but the truth. Sometimes we lost to them when we had as good materials they did. I know we did. But in 1980, we beat them by three points. And we were ecstatic. We lost to them the week before. We were in great. So today, we beat them by three points. And 1982, they came back and beat us by three points. And we wanted to win. We didn't want to lose. But if we lost, we wanted to lose to them. And Because how could you hate those guys? They're the same guys as I got. They got a coach that's great. I mean, how could you hate those guys? We couldn't. The rivalry was tremendous. Between 1979 and 1989, each team won five state championships. Four times one team was first and the other second. It was tied two to two. So we cost them two state championships, and they cost us two state championships. But we were a lot better team because we were challenged by them. And uh, when we're talking about having something that means something to you all your life, uh, with first year starting out in 1967, we weren't very good. 
1969, we're getting better. Between 1970 and 1987, we either won state or beat the team at one state every year. And everybody says, what a great coach they got. Well, I know I'm a good coach. I try hard. I care. But nobody said how good those runners were. And I guarantee you, if they wouldn't do the work that they were asked and over the summer, they're asked to do this and they have to do it on their own. I don't know whether they do it or not. They always did it because they wanted to win. Glad we got to share the moments from mid-September 2023 with you, featuring the voices of Coach Ennis and Coach Haley. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing on various platforms and for sharing the show with your friends. It's meant a lot to me to talk to so many of you in person, by phone, on Facebook Messenger, or text, and it was especially meaningful hearing so many kind words about this show when I was in Largo. Truthfully, I don't know where the show goes next. I know there are more stories out there. I know there are stories worth being retold. And if you'll stick it out, if you'll be all in for the long run, then I know we'll get to talk again soon. Coach Haley and the Packers of Largo. Coach Ennis and the Lado Long Red Rope. Friends and rivals running across the bay. Been 50 years, but we've still got a lot to say.